0: This is The Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Good evening and welcome to the broadcast. Brandon House here. Mike Lindell should be joining us any minute I was just talking to him a little bit earlier and he should be joining us. But well, Mike testified before a uh, Senate committee today in the state of Louisiana. We want to bring you what he presented today and then after that we want to bring you an exchange between the Secretary of State of Louisiana and three representatives of what was they were introduced as being with Dominion voting systems. So again very interesting exchange today between the secretary of state of louisiana and three people representing dominion voting systems we'll bring that to you tonight mike however traveled a long way as was noted by the secretary of state uh and uh he was allowed to give testimony it's several minutes we'll play it for you i mean hopefully mike will join us by then because we'd love for Mike to respond to the grilling, I think it was a little bit of a grilling and a lecture by the Secretary of State concerning the vulnerabilities of the Dominion voting system. You can see it for yourself. Again, if you appreciate all that Mike is doing, and by the way, one uh, one representative there was citing the injunction, the first injunction that Mike has been overseeing with his team that involves Kerry Lake, who's running for governor in Arizona, and Mark Fincham, who's running for Secretary of State in Arizona. That was cited, and then some of the declarations of the experts who are, you know, part of that de- you know injunction, and their declarations are connected. You'll find it at Frankspeech.com. They start referring to some of that. So to all these people that are always criticizing and saying, uh, the you know the bots or the liberals or whoever it is you know mike always is promising information always promising information and doesn't deliver that's a lie frankspeech.com is filled with the information all you have to do is go there there are multiple squares right there graphics that tell you click here get this information download this and these elected officials knew it because they were actually referencing some of the declarations by the experts who were revealing hard, fast documentation relating to the vulnerabilities of these Dominion machines. So we need to be very clear and push back against this misinformation and propaganda that Mike hasn't, for the last year and a half, been dumping tons and tons of information with his team. He has. We have all the TV shows archived to prove it on top of that, plus the actual reports and documents at frankspeech.com. Many of you know by now probably of the fact that Tina Peters has been announced as having lost her election as Secretary of State in Colorado. Today on my radio show, which was broadcast here also on Lindell TV, I had on with me Sharona Bishop and then Dr. Walter Doherty. We showed some of the charts of the three Republican primary candidates that include one of the three Tina Peters and their votes. It looks like votes were flipped. You can see the chart. We'll show it to you tonight. Tonight, my guest on Brandon House Live will be Tina Peters herself, along with another update by Dr. Walter Doherty. Something stinks with this election because many of the polls had her winning way up. You'll be stunned at what you see on Brandon House Live tonight more information, more facts. But yet you keep hearing that we don't release any. We always promise to, but we don't. That's a bold-faced lie. And as I said, even members in this Senate committee hearing room in Louisiana today were using some of the very information and research that's on frankspeech.com. So here is Mike Lindell testifying today before a Senate committee in Louisiana. And then we'll play the Secretary of State of Louisiana, really lecturing three Dominion representatives. But first, here's Mike Lindell.
1: Um, next, we have a, um, a gentleman that had traveled a far, from a far, far away place, um, Minnesota. Uh, we have um, Mr. Mike Lindell uh, representing right. himself. Come on up, Mr. Lindell, Uh, Mr. Lindell, I'm going to take chairman's privilege. I'm going to give you a little bit more time since you've come so far. And uh, I know that there's a lot of people that are interested to hear what you have to say, and uh, but I hope you will keep it concise as possible, okay. since we have to get to the del- deliberation part of this meeting.
2: Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Secretary and Commissioner, members, for ha- for allowing me to speak here today. Um, I'm going to start with um, we're in an apex in history, and uh, for Louisiana, for our country, and quite frankly, for the world. Um, we're in a time where computers and artificial intelligence and everything you have that we, uh, as we've gotten into this era, and when you have cyber attacks or you have um, machines that are defective or or just computers that make errors, all of that in in my world, in the business world, or my old world, I guess, my business world, um, in the business world, or let's say it's credit card companies, or let's say it's uh, uh, gas lines, uh, solar winds a couple of years ago. That all when that happens, you have you have the text you just heard the ES and S guys here say all machines are def you know can be um, de- defective or can things happen. Well, when it happens at any other time in business, it's just money. The good the bad guys over here they try and hack in again, and the good guys patch it up, and you see how much it costs you. Insurance companies come in and pay it all. We all suffer maybe with higher prices but it's just money. When it happens in an election, and it can only happen, you can only just be once, you lose your whole country. And you can ask many other countries, Venezuela, Australia, the list goes on and on. I could sit here and that would be a whole another hour conversation. I wanna tell you this, this is, uh, when you had ES&S here just a minute ago talking and they said all these things could, could happen, well, they're not, uh, I know you went after Dominion here, well, um, this is something they left out when you asked a question to them, Mr. Secretary. ESNS was forced in, in uh, 10 years ago when they said they ties to anybody. They were forced by the DOJ to sell Diabol to Dominion in 2010-11. These guys are all tied, the same software, this GEMS. But these things, it was, what I'm saying is, we're not, we're lucky, you can't, just I'll give you two examples just this last two months. On May 24th in Georgia, there was an election with Democrats, three Democrats, and this gal and her husband in her own precinct got zero votes, zero. And now she looked at her husband and said, "You know, they raised their hand. If they would have got two, you know, they probably wouldn't have had a leg to stand on." Because you are right; The, the machine companies will not let you see what's inside them. They will not let you. You're not alone here in Louisiana that they didn't have customer service. None of them do. They're all the same, it's horrendous. And we paid as taxpayers for these machines. I will tell you what happened to that gal that had the, two, the zero votes. She had zero votes and she raised her hand, this is in Georgia, and I won't even badmouth the worst Secretary of State in the United States, Brad Rassenberger, but he finally said, let's, uh, he finally said, let's, um, let, we better do an audit here, we better do an audit. She got zero, that's a pretty big deviation, zero. And they took, they took apart, them. they looked inside the machines. They made the machine company. I won't say their name, but it rhymes with Dominion. They made them look inside the machine. And inside there, guess what? They found 3,762 votes for this lady. This nice gal went from third place to first place. You know what Brad Rasenberger said? There was a programming error in the machines. I want you all to hear what they just said because we now know, don't you guys, don't get tied up in machines being online because they're pre-programmed too. There's many ways. It's a computer you can't see inside. And and then there was just in Alabama with the SNS and in, in Texas, both of them. We have, I have the same stories there that they said were machine malfunctions I don't have time. For the sake of time, I'm not gonna tell you this. I'm just giving you two examples in the last two months, or three examples. You can go up to Pennsylvania and find another smaller uh, um, machine contractor. I'm here to tell you this is, uh, when you sit and look at this, I have, I've spent tens of millions of dollars on this. I was just out in the hall before when I left, and I had uh, I have a guy from France, France just had an election sick just shy of 70 million people they did it in one day and they outlawed computers in the 1970s they did it in one day from seven he told me from seven just right out in your hallway here from seven in the morning they started and they're done at eight and they're all audited it's a hand count a hand count and we what i did is when i went around and looked for the best system to replace these machines i went to people like in business i go to people that have done it Who's done it? You do your due diligence, you find out who's the best at it. France is very good at it. But we even combine that, or other guys have, uh, with a system now where you have the hand count. Imagine a hand count at the end of the election, or at the, at the same day of the election, and it's on, it's on video. The video is your count. Now this paper they've developed, which is that this paper, this is just one vendor you guys don't know about. There's many that have working a paper. By uh, by the way, too, I want to tell you this: the machine companies lied to you. There's no paper shortage. There's a company in Texas that has enough paper, and they also make our U.S. currency. They have enough paper to do every single vote in this country three times over. And also, they uh, they told you it would take too long. We've done time studies to do a hand count. And it takes more people. You've heard volunteers right here in this audience that would volunteers to be poll watchers there. Well, you can't watch what's in that machine. How about volunteering to count the ballots? Right on camera, both Democrat, Republican, don't matter that. You know, we're, we're gonna save our country and save and save and save our world. If we have machines in the 2022 election, just last night in Colorado, just last night in Colorado, Tina Peters, they stole that election from her. How do I know that? We were watching in real time. We had cyber guys watching. There's a way now we can watch in real time without even going inside the machines because these things are fed up through the internet up to like the New York Times and places and then you all hear about it when you see it on TV. Well, they, uh, the same the same algorithm that ran through, um, Tina Peters went through the other two candidates and they identical. You would have all over the thing It's the same percentage. Give me another example in Georgia, Brian Kemp. You can take his votes that went for Brian Kemp in every all 159 counties in Georgia. Take five percent of that, and that was Candace Taylor's total. You can take in the state of Louisiana here, and I I don't I'm, I'll throw this out there, but the uh, we haven't checked every county yet, but so far all the counties that we have checked, you can pick an age in the 2020 election, and the same percentage of that age. What voted in every county it's never happened before in the history all across our country every state every county There was an algorithm that ran through it and you can literally pick an age and that same percentage voted in every other county in that particular state and this is fact, you can get it. So I, how do I know that? I got the voter rolls from every state where I got it with a pre-roll, I paid from Alabama, charged me $40,000. A lot of the stuff and a lot of Secretary of States now are not letting you get stuff because now you know, you're, they're know onto this. And why would they not want, why would we not want transparency? If the one thing the 2020 election will do is go down as the most important election in world history, and why? I compare it to my company. In 2012, when I did my first infomercial, I, had, I brought in $100 million and I was $6 million in debt. I was in tears, praying, God, what, what went wrong? Well, I found over the next three years, I took and said that corruption, the stuff that had happened, the systems that were wrong, all these things that were in place, I corrected them. And that's what we're doing with the 2020 election, the significance of that. You've had, and, and Louisiana, you guys, because you've been working on this for a year, you guys are the tip of the spear, that's why I'm here. And I will tell you this, when you say, okay, and some of these machine companies will say, oh, let's do a hybrid, let's do this and this. Well, let me tell you, we just had one of the a miracle ruling in our lifetime, the Roe v. Wade reversal. And I, did a, uh, I, did a, I was with a candidate a couple of years ago. She wanted me to do a, um, a donor event for her. And she says, I said, no. I said, I'm not doing it, you're pro-choice. And she says, no, I'm right in the middle. And I said, what do you, half kill a baby? So I'm gonna say to you, if you say, okay, we'll use paper and machines, the machines, you cannot see anything. We are, remember, that's not money, it's your whole country. And we have nothing to lose and everything to gain. We have nothing, it's over. We lose everything if we keep even one machine in this country going forward. And I've and I have been fighting for that, you all know I have. There is none of these guys can sit here. es and they can sue me, I put it right on the pile, I don't care. They're the biggest machine company in the country and all these vendors coming before you, just the ones that have no names, it doesn't matter. They're computers, and maybe, and maybe a lot of them can play plausible deniability, like you've seen up here. Oh, we don't know, let me get back to you on that. Let me get back to you on that. You guys, the reason we've had a hard time of getting to the bottom of all this is because it's written in another language. All you, I don't know, I'm not a cyber guy, I'm not an IT guy, it would be, and then you, and to top it off, the parts do come from China. You know, some of the stuff my IT guys look at or cyber guys are written in Chinese inside there. Cause yes, we have gotten inside these machines and not just these guys here or those guys there, we've gotten inside them. And, all, and how And how, do you, how does, uh, you know, what we're up against there is the media. The media's not letting, they won't let you go, you know, us go on it and talk about it. So it's up to you and we're gonna win this. We are gonna get this at the ground level um, and I'm going to say one more thing of hope for all of you. The hope for the hope for our country lies in the legal the legal processes, the judges. And I will tell you, when you talked about that Carrie Lake, that injunction. That's the first injunction we've done. We're doing injunctions all across this country, and the relief is going to be to get rid of the machines. And everyone says, well, the judges looked at the evidence. They looked at all this stuff. Not one judge in the United States of America has ever looked at evidence, except for Antrim County, Michigan, seen a glimpse of it and pushed it down the road and didn't rule on it. Not one judge. You know why? And then look, Donald Trump appointed over 300 judges and three Supreme Court judges, okay? We just seen the manifestation. The Supreme Court a year and a half ago, they they pushed, they didn't do anything. Well, back then, if I was a judge, I would have been in fear to be that first one. Maybe I wouldn't have, but some people would have been in fear to be that first judge to step out into an anomaly that we're in. We're in an anomaly in history, like it's a biblical proportions. And those judges now, though, they've got courage. You look at what the Supreme Court did, even though it was the right thing that they did, and then you look at that judge in Florida that made that decision. Hey, masks masks are uh, nonsense on these airplanes and and the mandates are. She made that decision and she took it out of courage. She made a decision out of courage and it changed history. So I'm asking you, the decisions you all make here, the tip of the spear, you all know, you all know that you gotta put your mind there because you know what, the people, the people want a piece of paper, like you said, someone said here, any pen. We've done it before, and now we have even cameras. Imagine a system uh, like this. You go in, you vote, you uh, paper and pencil, and it's the most secure paper in history, by the way, and it's all numbered, the, the number, each one has your own number. There's a very good system, and actually it was partially brought before you guys about six, six seven months ago. With that, imagine then you have cameras as you're hand counting. Cameras, we all have every, you guys were on camera right now. And the cameras, so the public, the hand count is the audit. You can go back in there and say, hey, we got a problem here by the time it reached the Mr. Uh, Mr. Secretary. Hey, we have a problem here, they don't match. You look back, that is your audit, it's already done for you. You don't need to call these guys and say, hey, we want to do it on it. They're going to say, eh, okay, we'll do them, but you can do um, this here, but you can't look inside the machines because we have software to protect. Okay? You do that, and then when it finally goes up to the internet, because they, no matter what they say, how do we see it on TV, guys? It's got to go there sometime. After that count, after the, and I've done my own time studies, like I say, France, it took it took them two hours. Okay, it's just more people. You have volunteers, you have more people to do this. They watch, they, they all do it together. It's done on camera so everyone can see, the whole world can see. Then when you upload it to the internet, when it heads over to your office and elsewhere, now, you, there's even this is advanced technology, but imagine it popping up on your phone like a concert ticket. It's one thing, I tell you, the, uh, you've combined three technologies. One was who makes the most secure paper? The people that make our money. So these guys went to them you know they checked out you can get that the most secure paper ever who has the most secure systems in the world with cameras casinos they protect their money so here's cameras and then when it goes up to uh and it goes and goes out to um the internet we all would have access there's at least three companies that made access where it would pop up on your phone and say help yep, there's who i voted for there's my ticket and then and then also if you go to this database it's like a horizontal uh, thing where we have access, where the public access, access to it. So that's, um, that's uh, I just wanna thank you for letting me come and say that. Um, I just, uh, I think Louisiana, and, and if you don't think it happened here, I'm gonna leave you with one last thing, is uh, if I said to you, and you say, well why, if you can't wrap your head around this, happened across our our country, in every county, in every state, and at lower ticket elections, medium tickets, it don't matter. You probably all know of an example of just a, even a school board member. We have we have races there where there was compromised because of one little selection. We have selections now, not elections. That's what we have. We're at that point, it's selections, not elections. And if we, um, where you guys, like if I said to you in Louisiana, Donald Trump won, two million to Biden's 100,000, you'd all say what? It's a computer error. If I said it was a, uh, any election, like, like that one gal in Georgia that got zero votes. When you have access to a computer, you can lay it out there and you can use polls to make it look good so you expect what your expectations are. I'm gonna tell you, they would've took the state of Texas in the 2020 election, but they didn't because of the Attorney General there, the only one that acted that I know of, he fought those other things where you have mail-in voting and all these things and ballots being given out that the legisl- legislatures were supposed to make the laws. He fought them and he won all 12. But before that, they said Texas could turn blue, Texas could turn blue. They found two million ballots later on that they were gonna use to match up to the machines, but they couldn't use them. Which is a whole other thing, the voter rolls, which you guys hear, you should, your great Secretary of State here, trying to get rid of Eric, that's another thing I could spend an hour on. I will say one last thing before I leave those polling books, that the, this advanced system of polling books, that's it, it, anything with electronics. Three states have them, and now they write down to they can even cheat without even, you'll never know it there. And uh, and then the last thing I'll say is our overseas votes. This is where they were going to. And when you say computers, you want to know the next era, email in and, and uh, texting in your vote. Now you say that could never happen, right? All of our military votes, almost 97% were emailed in from overseas and their families. All of them that we found so far were for Biden. And that's our overseas military. One state, and I won't name it, because I'm not sure if it was if it was Utah or Idaho, um, so it was one of them two. Used it in three. They tested it in three precincts to email and te- or email and text in your vote. Now you think of that, it's disgusting. So, but thank you, Louisiana. Thank you, Mr. Secretary. Thank you. Um, I think
1: you have two questions if you're okay, open. Okay, I'll to answer questions. any
2: questions you all got. I'm sorry. Ms. Dejan
3: Hi. My name is Elaine DeJean. I am a proud disabled person from Lafayette, Louisiana. So it seems like you're very invested in democracy, and that's something that we have in common. Um, And so I'm here to represent the disability community. And so I think part of democracy is that all of our citizens are represented and that everyone has an equal right to vote. And the ADA states that whenever a person with a disability is voting, that they have to have an equal opportunity to vote as privately and independently as their able-bodied counterparts. You seem very well-versed in hand-marked paper ballots, so my question to you is, how do you accommodate a person with a disability fairly, where they can vote privately and independently, hypothetically, let's say, if they're blind or don't have use of their hands, with a hand-marked paper ballot?
2: Well, we did it before, go back 40 years, and there's at least three, three other, because um, um, I've approached all, all, all different systems and I've asked that question and uh you go back then you have you uh, they would probably have to be male but you maybe have to prove the disability and there's exceptions it's like it's like i go through it even on my computers that i have at my pillow they tried to make me uh it would be blind accessible you know i mean there's all different things that we do to accommodate that you're talking a very A very small part of the filter, but yeah, you can you could even pay people, I'm sure people would volunteer to drive to the houses with handheld ballots. But we did it forty years ago and it was it was by mail. We're talking to there's no reason you should ever have to use a machine, even with someone of disability.
3: I think the the barrier that we're facing is that people with disabilities want the right to vote privately and independently. And so whenever you bring in assistance that eliminates that right to a private ballot. And so there's some people with disabilities who do prefer to have that assistance, but there's some people with disabilities who want to be independent. And sometimes machines are the only thing that provides that and so I think there are a lot of people here who really value The privacy of their ballot. I mean that's why a lot of the people are here today, right? You want a private ballot. You want your vote to be counted. Well, correctly. it's not
2: private when there's machines They're not private. So you want to sacrifice have a say in a machine is private. Wait a minute. Tim cook Can you hear me in there? Um, this is where we're at. He's the CEO of Apple. I'm sure he's listening right now. So <laughs> if, you want to, if you want to forfeit your country because somebody wants to be private because they, they have to have their friend next to them or their family member next to them, uh, I'm sorry. I don't buy it.
3: Thank you for considering thank the concerns of you. people with disabilities. Yeah,
2: you're very welcome.
1: The other question disappeared. The board is clear. Thank you very much for coming to, to Louisiana. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank for, you. Appreciate thank you. you. Okay, we have some election officials, um, All right, but I did have another card. All
0: right, the excellent, excellent presentation by Mike. I don't think he was using any notes there either. Uh, just very, very um, well laid out case by Mike Liddell today before the State Senate Committee in the state of Louisiana. Now, I did just hang up with Mike. He is in a meeting and he is endeavoring to try to get out of that meeting and join us. We'll see if he is able to make that or not. Uh, But we're doing exactly what we would have done if he were with us, except we would have had Mike's comment and commentary along the way. However, uh, I do want to play this next exchange between the Secretary of State of Louisiana and what are introduced as three representatives of Dominion, Um, in fact, Logan, we could even play, if we want to, the other clip I have of the lady in the yellow dress because she, she kind of gives, gives them a what for as well. So we'll play this one first and then go to that one. But um, I definitely want to play this tomorrow night. If Mike doesn't join us, I definitely want to play this tomorrow night. It's not a very long clip and have Mike respond to this because I, <laughs> I know you guys would all love to hear his commentary on this. But here is the, the state Secretary of State of Louisiana really chastising these representatives of dominion watch this
1: change that and bob you know, just as you just said you know better than anybody the time frames that we always election uh, administrators deal with um, what what's re- I just want to put this on the record and, and, and it's my frustration and you know y'all y'all are getting it right now cuz y'all are here <clears throat> for a judge I don't care federal or world, it doesn't matter to me, to withhold important information to the people of Louisiana because she's worried about feeding conspiracy theories. Well, she fed the conspiracy theories even more, if not creating the reality of the situation we're faced and then the secretary of state of georgia opposing me the secretary of state of louisiana from even intervening to get the report to be able to deal with it i've been in contact with dr haldeman more times than i care to think of and the poor man can't even tell me everything and he's willing to help us when nobody else could or would and that's that is frustrating especially when we were made critical infrastructure. We opposed it because we thought the federal government was going to interfere and nationalize our elections. It didn't happen yet yet. But what is going on is that they don't even know the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. CISA didn't involve EAC in any of this dialogue. Mm-hmm. And so they missed a number of components to it. And they didn't want to even, they were going to release it to the public without even talking to the 16 affected secretaries of state and talk about, tell us what's in the report, which turned out not to be enough for us to deal with. But the bottom line is, I have a job to the people of Louisiana, and right now I'm handicapped by a federal judge and a federal government, and our elections aren't supposed to be nationalized. Right. I know, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I just got to get that on the record. Because, uh, y- y- you know, y'all are in this as much as anybody else. But it's not just y'all. It could be any one of the vendors affected by a federal judge because she doesn't like the narrative that's going on. And Thank you.
4: And, and that's why I brought up the, you know, the 2016. It was when DHS, uh, you know, started getting involved with elections. And, and there were definitely some missteps early on. Um, in communicating with uh, and, and with the states and, and the locals, and, and that's what i was saying this this coordinated vulnerability disclosure program. Uh, it's got to be revamped. Yeah, it's, it 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 doesn't have all the players involved. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't set up for elections. It is, a, it is a program that's in place that they tried to basically plug us into because there wasn't an election one existing. Because yeah. when they put us in the critical infrastructure,
1: the federal government never understood what elections are about. We in the states understand what elections are about, and we know the nuances of it. You know it as well as anybody, and they didn't know how to do it. And then when they got sandwiched with it, they tried to put a square
4: peg in a round hole, and it didn't work and 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 that is exactly the discussion that has to happen moving forward is is well it's gonna
1: happen july 10th yeah well i yeah
4: i I will be (laughs) here in baton rouge it's gonna happen yeah i will be here for that as well so
1: all right um okay um, the board is clear
0: all right we'll stop it right there so again uh you can tell that that secretary of state of louisiana isn't all that happy with the position he has been put in Now, this next clip is, again, another representative, state representative, uh, on this panel. And she also uh, starts lecturing these guys and talking about her great concerns with these machines. And it's a little bit longer clip, but I think worthy of playing. Uh, Let's, well, before before I roll that, by the way, before I roll that, by the way, let me show you, let me show you this. If Logan, do you have my screen, Logan? Okay look at this this is this is one of the shots last came in today that we got today from last night's race with tina peters peters is the blue line now how is it that her blue line ends up shooting straight up and has her winning how is it that these other folks anderson who end up winning quote winning is down on the bottom with her green line well votes are being taken and flipped and tonight. Dr. Walter Doherty will explain this to us. Logan, I think you have in there another graph from last night's voting. Do you mind showing that graph, Logan? he will show this graph. Now, I wanna be very careful here because there's not as many data points out yet as we need. So we can't assume too much too quickly with this next graph. But as more data points come in and they're able to use those data points of election votes coming in, we're going to be able to see a lot of things that I think will show with a potential algorithm running. But with just a little bit of information, this is what Mike Lindell texted me last night uh, early on that they were able to chart. And you're going to notice again three lines that represent each. There it is. is. Three. Li- nope, that's my computer. You're going to notice okay i'm seeing my computer um you're gonna see okay there it is well i guess it is it is that no that's not the that's not the graphic i sent you earlier today though um it'll show you three lines just like that of three republicans running for the in the primary for a secretary of of colorado one of them being tina peters and you're going to notice that you could almost lay all three of those lines over top of each other now is that really what you see in a real election night Or do you see someone going up and someone coming down, someone going up? Because depending on what precincts are coming in, how well they did in that precinct, how much they uh, uh, campaigned in that precinct, maybe they're from that precinct, and and things are fluid and moving. But you get ready to watch (coughs) what they charted last night very early on. There it is. Now, does that look normal to you guys? That was early on last night in the election results coming in for Tina Peters, and she would be the blue line. No, excuse me. No, in this example, which one is she, Logan, up at the top? She's the green line. So she came in third. She's the green line on the bottom. So again, we're going we're gonna to go through some of this tonight in my show, Brandon House Live, with, with Tina Peters and Dr. Walter Doherty, which, by the way, several polls had her the day before the election up by quite a bit. So what is going on there? In Colorado. We'll try to answer some of those questions tonight. Now, back to the Senate hearing room in Louisiana. Listen to this lady as she questions some of the Dominion representatives today.
5: Watch this. So, we have a very long history together. And so, when you all became aware of potentially some vulnerabilities to one of probably your longest serving clients, did you call the secretary or the or his staff to talk about those and what you could do to address those um,
4: and again I apologize I, I wasn't with the company at that time and uh, and I think that is a, a question I, I can and maybe we set up a call separately with, with the the CEO and president to discuss that I now whether it was uh, like i said from a legal standpoint i know there was there was a lot they could not talk about so i i, I don't i don't want to misspeak on that but i think maybe that might be the best to, to answer your question to get that directly uh, for, from the pre- president of the company i think we should set
5: is it the policy of your company to not point out vulnerabilities to your clients except in the except if you get whatever the CISA and the halderman and the whatever compliance type people are I mean, why do we have to wait for lawsuits or some kind of certification problem when you first become aware? Why can't you go to your clients and talk about those things and help us address the issues for products that you're providing for a 30 plus year client? I don't understand that.
6: Uh, Senator Hewitt, I can't speak to the specifics of this case, but our company regularly. Uh, puts out product advisory notice and product change notices to all our customers. It's required in many states. We have a, a contractual obligation to put those out uh, Whenever we find something that goes out to the state There's a notice the state is notified first and then it all the jurisdictions within that state of notice so for California for example uh, Arizona Nevada all these states, we do this. I do not know the specifics of this, de- uh, this detail. I can't speak to it, but we regularly put those out. Uh, we can provide samples of those to you. As soon as we find out there's something, uh, we put out the notification what indication might be used. So, this is not that we're not doing this. It, there's obviously something more to this that unfortunately none of us know the details.
5: All right. Well, I guess I'm I, I'm going to to submit and recommend that somehow, um, you know, customer service is a component of the RFP. So it's not just buying equipment and then you're done, right? There has to be some component. Of constantly improving our system addressing problems you know we could be buying equipment that's not yet VVSG 2.0 certified with the the expectation that that the vendors that we're working with are going to be working towards that and I guess you're not inspiring confidence in me right now you know based on some of this that I've heard that you're a willing partner in that in that process because I you haven't demonstrated that to me in this most recent issue
6: uh, again, I can't speak to that, but I do, do know that several states, California included, um, require that. It's actually in the state election code that you have 30 days to report it to the, the jurisdiction. You have to tell all your customers. You have to provide the documentation, the test lab information. We do this on a regular basis. Again, I can't speak to this particular case. Uh, I well, do, I, I,
5: do know, I do know legislators that can write that into the state law. <laughs> You know if that's what it takes but but I would I just guess I don't feel like you have to you should have to legislate I, I good business policies right in terms of working through issues and vulnerabilities I, I guess I'm I'm surprised to learn that that's what it requires
1: if I could add to that I, I think for the years that we've been in service with the state of Louisiana I think we have suggest we have displayed that sort of customer service that you're looking for barring this one instance and again None of us at the table know the full details as to why that was not submitted to the state. Um, But we can certainly set up some sort of call with the president, CEO of the company, and discuss further why that may have happened or the details of that situation. But I think the 30-plus years speaks to itself that we've been a great partner with the state and we won't look to continue to do
4: so, barring this one incident.
6: And we apologize for that.
5: All right thank you thank just, you yeah, just a
4: follow- and and yeah and we will follow up and and it's a very unique situation because it's a sealed report that very few people were able to read and share so so we'll we'll get some answers on that but you raised uh, what is going to be a very important uh aspect of elections moving forward. And that is when vulnerabilities are, are discovered, and I talked about earlier, is how quickly the EAC. So if you're an EAC certification state and we find something or any vendor finds something that they, they want to fix uh, in, in their uh, system, the time it takes to get through the EAC process. Now, if it's a minor change, they so can get it through quickly as a de minimis change. But if it's something that that's going to require more than, a, say, a line of code, that 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 starts to take months and months so so and that's where again these compensating controls are so critical to to prevent somebody from getting into doing that but and and secretary i know uh, nasa i know nasa has been talking about that and that that the eac is going to have to figure out a way to get uh, these types of fixes through the through the certification process in a much much more expedited manner than six months to a year. It just you know, if we find it and say sorry, we you know you're not going to see that fix for a year because it's going to take that long to get it through. That that's not acceptable either. So um, so we're looking to partner with, with the states, with NAS, with NASED, and um, you know the GCC and the SEC to 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 re to kind of look at that. So so. And I'm not making an excuse that, that that's, that's not, you know, this is a unique case, but but it raises something moving forward that is going to to change the way certification gets done uh, at the EAC level. It has to.
5: Yeah, and, it, you know, again, it, to me, yeah, there just, there just needs to be a lot more communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're a state that has a lot of elections. I mean, I don't know, I've lost count of how many elections we've had in the last, You know year or three years or pick your number the last four year cycle but it's a tremendous number of elections and so you know you can't just sit on your hands and know that we have a vulnerability and us not work together to address it all right thank you all right we'll we'll tell you we've had six right there again
0: kind of interesting i mean am i the only one picking up on the fact that she's pointing out different problems and they're, they're kind of admitting to them and fixes and programming and coding and hmm But if you were someone else that said that a different day, different time, you know, it hit the fan. All right. So we'll have Mike tomorrow night, endeavor to have Mike tomorrow night and play at least that shorter version one uh, and get his feedback on that. Let me take you to the screen real quick because there's stories tonight out about Mike Lindell that you might find interesting. (laughs) Here's one right now over at the Liberty Daily. Bed, bath and beyond fire CEO cuts AC in stores. As sales slump, after canceling my pillow, J.D. Rucker writes. Within months after dropping my pillow products from their stores, Bed Bath and Beyond is in a fiscal freefall. They have now fired their CEO, he reports, and are turning off air conditioners and retail stores across the country in an effort to save money. Chances are, dropping my pillow played less of a role in their current freefall than the fact that. Bidenomics is tearing through the retail stores like an Oklahoma tornado, but it's conspicuous that Bad, Bath & Beyond seems to have been hit harder than less woke retailers. For transparency, we wholeheartedly support MyPillow. Okay, so that's interesting, is it not? Bed Bath & Beyond Fire CEO cuts AC in stores as sales slump after canceling MyPillow. It's also being reported on Yahoo today about their uh, issues i think we now have good news i think we have reached our leader mike lindell mike we just got done listening to your testimony which was excellent and then the uh senator uh wearing the the yellow dress senator hewitt and then the secretary of state of louisiana uh, talking to the dominion representatives quite fascinating give us your thoughts please
7: well i was uh it was i, I got up at four in the morning i flew here to louisiana um was, i thought it was very important they've been for over a year They've had a committee digging into the corruption of uh, the machines and other vendors they've had, and what what they can do because uh, Louisiana has uh, Dominion machines, and they uh, and they're very concerned because they had uh, um, the, all the all the stuff that's come out, even from the government saying they're defective and all this stuff, and they should be using them. And uh, it was interesting, and uh, because Louisiana also has Eric, and he this great Secretary of State here. I had heard, you know, he said, we got to get rid of Eric. That's voter rolls, everybody. Another corrupt part of this uh, part that's uh, sold stole our country. But it was very interesting, Brandon, because there was es and group in there. Each one was telling how they should have Louisiana. Uh, there were some in there with just paper. But you had es and and there was four of them giving me these scowly looks. And I got up there. Well, you probably heard me say, you know, es and uh, I, I said, hey, sue me. I don't care. You know, we'll put it on the pile. Uh, they were there, but how about those Dominion guys that couldn't even answer after they reached out? Their Secretary of State reached out to Dominion, and said, "Hey, uh, is there problems with these machines? We heard there's problems, and they wouldn't even answer them." Brandon.
0: Yeah, shocking, shocking, shocking. Yeah. And and they yeah. and then they admitted that there were needs for fixes and and program things and and it yep. you know it could take a long time and I mean they were admitting that they have these things going on.
7: Absolutely, es and you guys probably didn't see that part, but es and those guys, those guys said straight up, there's not a machine that's not vulnerable, not anywhere, never going to get a machine that's not, bu- that's vulnerable. Now, um, so this is their recommendations, they're, they're going to come out uh, tomorrow, I guess, the Secretary of State with recommendations. recommendation, he can do anything he wants in Louisiana, that, that's from the top down power. Well, um, you know, most they they voted afterwards, and they're voting for, um, I guess, paper ballots. Um, they don't. I haven't heard yet. Uh, I know they're they're also voting on a couple other things where to get rid of the machines altogether. We hope that's what their vote is. Remember, that everybody, this could be the biggest news of our country. The spirit tip of the spear, down here in Louisiana, to get rid of the machines. There isn't one thing that was said in that room. I was there from 9 a.m. until about four o'clock uh 4 30 and uh they don't take a break there was no break for lunch there's no break for anything you plow through i did like that about it we just sat there um you had public giving testimony everyone everyone got three minutes um they gave me extra and as you heard one of the guys on the council was upset about it did you see that
0: i i the audience didn't hear it but i did right after mike spoke he really lectured that everybody should get the same amount of time he was not happy Uh, Uh, with with Mike getting so much time. But the but the representative that introduced him said, Look, Mike's come a long way. And so I'm going to take the 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 opportunity to give him longer. Right. And then there was another
7: part that was really kind of upsetting to me. And they uh, and that was, you know, they talked about the handicap going, well, well, a, a paper ballot won't be private. Well, you know what, if you're a handicapped person, you can't find your your sister, your husband, your friend or whatever take you know to take your ballot help you with your ballot and turn it in i mean so in her whole point was well machine is more private for the uh for the um the handicapped person i and i grabbed my phone i said tim cook can you hear me in there yeah we
0: we I, played oh, all that we played all yeah. that
7: i mean it's just i mean are you it's all these nonsensical things i mean then and, and the secretary of state well of course we'll do there's laws about the you know what you have to do with the handi- handicap when they're voting, but one of the things that is a law, they can get a paper ballot like everybody else, and you know, have a have their loved one or whatever bring it in. Their name doesn't necessarily have to be on the ballot; it could just be a number and all that. They don't do their their you their name doesn't stand out like a sore thumb. It's a ballot.
0: Yeah, and I know? guess someone would be asking how do how how would you have a blind person vote on a computer, but I'm I'm guessing they must have some kind of Braille ballots that then are—I don't know if they—I don't know. I, I'd like to know yeah. how how they do that.
7: See, those are the all that all that argument. The 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 thing is, all that has already been addressed. Back when we had, uh, you know, paper, and when we've had, you know, I don't know. All I know is, at one time for my pillow, uh, they came to me and they wanted to, uh, me to change the color of my logo because uh, apparently the, uh, there's a thing out there where ambulance chiefs and lawyers—they wanted to make it blind people accessible. But I have a call center where they can just call in their order. That's why we really make it easy. But I mean, you get all these laws, most of them coming out of California, where it's all about the lawyers. And uh, of course, we want to make uh, it as much as we can accessible for handicapped to vote. But when you're when you start using the nonsense of if you start using the nonsense of uh, of uh, privacy issues, that's a whole other story. I mean, I mean, I can sit here right now. How many people? I can turn my phone up and talk, probably talk to anybody I want that's listening in on my phone, right?
0: Right. Tell right. me, the Secretary of State, I was uh, of Louisiana. I was very impressed with him. I mean, he was a very impressive guy. How how, yeah, how do you but, feel about it?
7: Honestly, say now uh, to tell everyone in the country, I have now met a Secretary of State that has the public's back and they, uh, that is a common sense person. Um, and and that me, and it's actually he actually told me I, I think there's a couple more out there too. I, I, I thought there wasn't any, but we found one.
0: How, how did how had you ever had any interaction with him prior to today? No, no, no. So, Mike, I did notice uh, uh, one of the representatives, one of the state senators there, uh, was making reference to the declaration your and, and made reference to the injunction that your team has put together in Arizona with Carrie Lake and Mark Fincher.
7: Yeah, with Kerry Lake. You know, they, they, they made,
0: one of the representatives made reference to it and then went to the declarations of some of the experts and was referring to it. And what I said to the audience at the beginning of the show, I'm getting tired of all these bots or people that are mil- ill-informed or just liars saying, Mike Lindell keeps promising to drop information, keeps promising to drop information, has another event, another right. event. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's been dropping information for a year and a half. And, and right. today right. it was actually cited in a state at a state Senate hearing.
7: Right. That, that's exactly right. And all the evidence is out there. I just I just want to say I've never been to a uh, where you start where the common sense is starting to come out now. And uh, when you say, you know, this is the uh, down, you know, being down here, I believe they're at the tip of the spear down here because they you know, the whole hearing for the last year, this secretary of state down here has done more investigation. He spent a whole year going, hey, maybe these aren't safe. Maybe these machines aren't safe. How'd you like in the hearing where y'all watched where, where Dominion stood right there and said they, he, they got asked by the Secretary of State, how come you didn't get back to me when I said, hey, these vulnerabilities that the government pointed out, and when this came out that they're, that they're vulnerable, you didn't even come back as a, think of this, everybody, as a business. Would, would that be if a business came, if I had my pillow and there was stuff bad stuff out there with one of my vendors, and I said, hey, we might have a problem here, and they don't even respond?
0: And then they admitted to it. Did you see
7: that? He goes, let me get back to you on that.
0: Yep. Yep. And they, and then they want to get the CEO or the president involved. They can't even answer it. Yeah,
7: no, they, yeah, they couldn't answer it. I mean, it didn't come prepared, did you? What did you think? You weren't going to be asked the hard questions. I love that Secretary of State. He asked him the hard questions. It sounds like he's been going through mud down here in Louisiana. And they had, you know, well, I mean, and the, the whole country, really. It's, it's amazing how these machine companies don't want to show what they got. And we paid for as taxpayers
0: right so how much do you think the liberal media because we know they all watch your show and they even record it because they often put clips of your show up on social media before we can so we know that they're watching right now how much of the liberal media are going to report this incredible testimony today by you by dominion and by the secretary of state and these state senators
7: well, there was more, too. There was, yes, they were all there, Brandon, But and there were citizens that put up there. You know how much will be reported? Wait on it, everybody. Either zero or they'll find something to bash. They'll probably bash me because my cry was crooked or something. Who knows? You know? They'll probably say, Mike Lindell reaches out and bashes Apple because he thinks Tim Cook is listening in That's on That's page. exactly
0: what I was going to say. I right? guarantee you that part will make it in an article.
7: Yeah. Well, it's true, you know. But anyway, great things to happening down here in Louisiana and uh, very proud of that secretary of state that he uh, that he's been doing his due diligence. It looks like sounds like for over a year, putting this committee together and diving in and saying, hey, there, there could be a problem. Let's find out what it is and let's fix the problem or let's so we can move forward. So citizens will say, hey, we have a fair election again or we have or, you know, and uh, I, I was just really impressed with everything down here. And uh, but uh, I know I know we're out of time. I actually have another meeting I'm heading to. And by the way, everybody, I'm going to uh, uh, another state to Florida. We're launching. I'm going down to do a, a commercials for my coffee coming soon for mystore.com. And you all use that promo code. Check it out. L77. Brandon, I gotta go. But thank you all. I'm kind of on for a little
0: bit. Thank you, Mike. Glad you're able to make it. Mike Lindell checking in. I'm glad he was able to make it tonight, folks. I just found out literally as we were going on the air that he wasn't going to be able to make it. So I had to back up and punt a little bit. But that definitely was a great interview. Glad to have it. And he seems in a good mood, doesn't he? He does. It seems like that made him in a good mood today. And he deserves that for Pete's sake. And uh, all I can say, let's go to the screenshot real quick. If any of you want to go to the Secretary of State's office or website, there it is. SOS.LA.gov. SOS.LA.gov, Secretary of State, L.A., obviously Louisiana. And uh, you could read about Secretary of State are doing. And uh, I actually was reading his bio just a little bit earlier. I was reading about him and his background. And uh, again, seems like a very, very common sense guy. And, he, and apparently Mike said that he told him the Secretary of State apparently told Mike that there's a couple more of them out there like Mr. Arduin here. So that's good. Uh, he doesn't seem to have any love lost for uh, Brad Rassenberger himself either. Did you guys hear his comment about Brad Rassenberger? So that's, again, uh, interesting. Great day as far as that goes. Not such a great day yesterday with what happened to Tina Peters and her race. I want to go back and show you that graphic again. If I'll pull it up here. Here it is. We're going to get to this in my show. Uh, tonight with Tina Peters and with d- uh, Dr. Walter Doherty. Why why all of a sudden Tina Peters in this graph is the blue? Why do they all of a sudden have her shooting up at the top and winning and the person that won is shoot, dropping down to the bottom and losing? What's going on here? Well, Mr. Doherty explained it on my radio show today, which we also air as a television show on Lindell TV, but i want him to get into a prime time audience and then we'll be joined tonight by tina peters tomorrow night i'll be joined on my broadcast by dr carrie madey i've interviewed her several times including in person last august many of you know over the weekend she was involved in a near fatal plane crash single engine plane her and a pilot and it went down their engine went out the pilot has 20 years of experience, I read, and was no, had no problem, just gliding in. But all of a sudden, something happened, and the plane dropped like a rock. She was uh, broke many, many bones, and he is in worse condition. I texted her yesterday. To my amazement, she texted me back. I just let her know we were thinking of her and praying for her. And to my amazement, within a matter of minutes, she texts me back. Texting with her today, and to my amazement, she's ready to come on. The show so tomorrow night during Brandon house live i'll have the interview with dr carrie Midday and her near uh near death experience in this horrific plane crash that we're so thankful to the lord that she survived we're also working on securing a new interview in fact she just texted me as we're speaking carrie lake just texted me and we're working to secure carrie lake for a brand new interview how many of you saw her take on brett bear of fox news last night uh she told him what for didn't she so here's my question why are people even watching fox news anymore you don't need to you have lindell television spread the word there's no need to watch the fake news at fox news you have lindell tv we launched it april 19 2021 we run it 24 hours a day and we're saying and covering things that fox news would never touch So tell everybody about Lindell TV. Make sure you support Mike by going to MyPill.com using that promo code L77. Thanks for watching. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.